What's up, goober brains? No, we can't do that. <laughs> I was like, no, nope, I'm not. I'm not. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the officially unofficial podcast. It's your boy Matt and DJ Bray, as always. Hurricane Matt, to be exact. Hurricane Matt, yeah. My phone's blowing up, so I hope that it's not picking up in the mic. Uh, dude, I'm excited about today. We yeah. got. Uh, why is that, Matt? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why, Cody. Because for only fifteen ninety nine, <laughs> you too can be the proud owner of. No, we've got, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and intro our friend Claire. Claire, say hello. Are you on the mic? Hello. That's Claire. She is our first female. We didn't want to be bigots and only have men on our podcast. Yeah. And so we- We couldn't have a female president, so we thought we'd at least bring one on the podcast. How progressive. Yeah. Yeah, We do. We're super progressive. Super progressive. Um, So we're going to talk about, as always, life and faith and all that crap. So- uh, Let's let's talk about how we know each other, Claire. How do you know me? Uh, you are my boss at <laughs> Lucille Coffee. I don't know if I like that. You're my boss. You're I'll my manager. You're the manager. I've been to Blue Cell Coffee in the last two days. Um, Claire seems to be the boss. <laughs> Claire is the boss. Claire is the boss. <laughs> she knows more than me <laughs> yeah. about coffee. Um, she looks more like a barista than you do. Ooh. Yeah. She has but... really cool tattoos and. You do. You I've just got hide. Cat tattoos. Well, you hide yours though. I don't hide them. I have to wear clothes. <laughs> like I said, that's what's called hiding. You, you hide them. You hide them. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like I'm being ganged up on right now. <laughs> You're fired, Claire. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. So yeah, you know me from Blue Cell. Let's mm-hmm. just let's do a little little quick trivia, real quick, just so that people can know how well Claire knows me. Okay. And then we'll talk about Claire. Claire, what's the one thing that you know about me at work that I'm going to do indefinitely, probably every day? Place here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm into Sia. I'm for not. those of y'all that don't know, and Claire uh, hates it. I don't like it. I'll just tell you this. <laughs> this is how you know Matt's rec- he's working. You walk into Blue Cell <laughs> and and one, Sia's playing. Yes. Two, everybody's like crying in the store because they're all up in their feels. <laughs> Dude. Because of the slow jams mm-hmm. that Matt's got coming. I've been in a the- slow jams mood. Mm-hmm. Ever since that last podcast on relationships, I just haven't been able to get out of it. It's okay though. The like, <laughs> boys to men. I, that, that was I, a good actually one. I did do that. I know yeah, I liked did. that one. Um, yeah. So, anyways, um, Claire, have you listened to any of our podcasts yet? No, I haven't. Well, that sucks because yep. I told you about him like a month ago. Mm, didn't listen. So <laughs> she's too busy listening to Sia. <laughs> so I'll tell you about our podcast. I mean, you know about it because I've told you about it before. Mm. But we talk about faith and life and culture and. Pretty much anything and everything that we want to talk about. Yeah. And then there's usually a part where we have to edit because I've said something inappropriate. There's so, quite a few parts. <laughs> there's a lot of those parts. <laughs> you said things inappropriate. I do have to tell you a funny story really quickly. My mom, I, I, I used some, I guess you could call it suggestive language on the last podcast. Yeah. And we're at Thanksgiving and my mom, <laughs> she kind of got on to me. I'm, you got called out for that? Yeah, I'm 28. Oh. I'll be 29 in a few days. And my mother... Got on to me for using language in front of my whole family, and I had to explain to her why I didn't think it was a problem. Um, but I guess at one point I said some. Anyways, yeah, I didn't get a spanking or anything. It's hard of the podcast though because people can't see us, mm-hmm. so all you have are your words, mm-hmm. and you were just trying to get a point across. And you know, yeah, and it's how I felt. So it's how you felt, man. If you don't like it, I guess you could. St- Push the, put the, push the square. Push the square. <laughs> It'll stop this thing, and you don't have to listen to it anymore. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But don't do that for real. Subscribe and leave comments. Uh, so, Claire, let's talk about you for a second. Okay. Um, 
the reason that we asked you on the show was because of your uh, totally wrong perspective on life and faith. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, so we've <clears throat> we work together for about eight hours every day, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. Yes. Which obviously we talk about all kinds of things. Um, some things better than others. Some of those things, though, are 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 different perspectives on faith and. Um, obviously you know that I'm a Christian and, um, that's kind of the world I live in and the worldview that I take on. And same with Cody, you've seen him come in and always trying to pass out Bible tracts to people and Mm -hmm. proselytize and Mm -hmm. just being a total weirdo. The coffee's terrible, but there's, there's lost souls in there. (laughs) Hey, if there's one lost soul that comes to know Jesus Christ through your experience, then it was all worth it. Because of me spending ridiculous amounts of money on coffee. Come on, dude. It's good quality. It is quality, We're not going to even do that right now. Claire, we're going to have to attack this guy. So what what is your position? Let's just tell our audience what is your position as it pertains to because I don't want to box you in and like no, give you a cool. label. Yeah, no, I'm an atheist. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Gracious. There it is. I said it. She said the A word. The Easter egg. <laughs> the Easter egg. Please, please. The There's always word that of the really day. bad thing that I say, and it's usually me, but you just said it. Yeah. She used the, the, the A word. Oh my goodness. So you're an atheist. Mm-hmm. So so tell us about that. I mean, you must not have a moral code. None. Do you how do you kill people? Is I that, didn't wear my seatbelt on the way here. <laughs> That's how bad. Well, crap! I, I didn't either. Dang it! Oh, see, you're Maybe over. Oh, dude, she's gonna turn you into an atheist. Crap. Turn you into an atheist. Yeah, she's gonna suck your beliefs right out of you. Yep. So you're an atheist, right. which means for those of y'all that don't mm-hmm. aren't, don't know what an atheist is, I just assume everyone knows what that is, but it means that you don't believe in God, right? Is that fair? No, that's not fair. It's not fair. No, it's actually not. You and I had this discussion. Well, I was probably so not listening. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's two different. There's two different real like ideas of atheism. There's capital A and lowercase a. Okay. So capital A implies that it's more of like a an actual code that one abides by, that it is like something you adhere to and something that you recognize in your daily life, whereas the lowercase a is just that it is like atheist without religion, um, which just means you. To you, the lack of a God, the belief in the lack of a God. To say it's belief in God, you remember when we talked about that? Right. Belief in a God versus belief in God are two different things. Okay, so what you're saying is, and I, I do remember us talking mm-hmm. about this for the record, but so you're saying that it's almost like when I say I believe in God, I'm using the word God as a proper noun. I'm it's saying ca- capital G. Yeah. Right, capital G, mm-hmm. proper noun. He is the God. Mm-hmm. Um. And and by doing so, I'm I'm negating other people's views of the their gods or God, right? Is that kind of the? So it'd be like, Cody, do you believe in a God? Yes. But that doesn't imply Christianity. Mm-hmm. Where yes. if I said, do you believe in God? It would be in the context of how I believed in God. Mm-hmm. So if it were Christianity, Judaism, like what you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. So there's the, do you believe in God? implies there is a God, do you believe in it? Or do you believe in a God? It's right. just do you have religious beliefs? That makes sense. Yeah. So then let's rephrase the question. Okay. <clears throat> Here it goes. Okay. Hey Claire. Yeah. Do you believe in a God? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're so no matter how I phrased it, it's like no I don't believe I don't no, believe No, the end result was the I same. don't believe in God I don't or believe in a, a God. God. Your okay. God. That's but your it makes God. It, I feel like in some of our listeners' minds it takes the Maybe the aggressiveness out of out of it, whereas like there's people that's just like how how could you how could you not believe in God? Right. You know. Right. Yeah. And well, I, that makes that makes sense what you're saying. 
Well, we even talked. What was the conversation we had several days ago where I was? Oh, it was because I was saying non-Christian or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. My yeah. non-Christian listeners. Which okay, so I'd never thought about this. Yeah, I was talking about our non-Christian listeners, right? <clears throat> and one of the things Claire said was that that almost has somewhat of a I don't know about abrasive, but somewhat of a. It's essentially inclusion and exclusion. Right. So Christians is inclusion, and then non, which is the external would be so everyone exclusion else. right so if you're not a christian and then you're there's this negative I- mm-hmm. kind of idea to mm-hmm. it yeah so that was interesting i'd never really thought about it like that so okay now that we've established the semantics mm-hmm. of you know god and gods um t- how did you how long have you been an atheist there wasn't like a date but i would say since we get saved as christians <laughs> actually did you, did you get saved as a atheist i was baptized into the Methodist church, and I had a certificate of unbaptism. No. Yeah. They actually do that? That's a thing. Wow. Yeah. So you, is it's that kind of like... It's funny. It's a joke. Oh, it's not like It's a, not a legitimate... It's no. not like excommunication or something, no. like in the Catholic church or something? No. that I think that would be different, but I grew up in the Methodist church, so there was no real like, oh, we you're disbanded from this because of your lack of faith. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. So you have a, did you frame it? No. Did you keep it? Yeah. You did keep it. Okay. It's with my marriage certificate. <laughs> <laughs> the two most important certificates. Yes. My uh, marriage certificate and what'd you call it? Unbaptism. My unbaptism. Yeah. Okay, so you grew up in church. Um, and and we've talked about it. You actually identified as a Christian. Heavily. Devout. Yeah. So tell us about that. Like, what was your like? What was your upbringing like? And like, where were you with faith and God and things like, things like that? So my family proper, my mom, my dad, my sister... Um, we grew up in the Methodist church. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was pretty young. Um, and so that kind of, un- it's like unsteadied the boat. My mom tried to keep us in the church, uh, the Methodist, Fresh United here in Conway. But, I mean, ultimately, as I grew older, you know, I went through, um, I did church camps, I did Canacuck, I did Bible studies, I did youth group, I did K-Life. Wow. Um, but as I got older, I started questioning things, everything around me. How, how old do you think you were when you first started kind of going, well, I don't know about this? Um, oddly enough, it was probably about a year after my trip to Canacuck. Really? Where it was kind of like it sat in and I said, who am I doing this for? Where are my beliefs? What, mm. what is my motive? Where does my purpose truly lie? Like what are, yeah, I was pretty astute young kid. but Right. So up to that point. I mean, you, you, you would have said like, yeah, I follow Jesus. I, I told you, I signed my letters with a heart, a cross in the upper right corner in his name. Wow. And, oh, amen, dude. And his was capitalized. I mean, it was, I had, <laughs> I had the whole nine yards. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was very much a part of who I was. Yeah. Even, even in my friend circles, it was, you know, strictly through K-Life or, um, those types of things. But then I stood back and I said, you know, what is this? Mm. What am I doing? This consumes so much of my identity. It consumes so much of my family. My grandmother's Southern Baptist, and it's a very conservative religious mm-hmm. group that, you know, church of 14 people. But wow. yeah, so it, I was exposed to Christianity all through my upbringing, but I, I learned from my mother to question everything and to never take anything at face value, that always research, never take what you're told and, and apply it to your own moral code unless you've researched it. So I guess that's just the start of my path. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't directly to atheism. You know, I, I traveled around to different religions on the way. 
So it was just a, a matter of going like, I'm not so sure what I think about any of this. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a complete questioning of, of not only my religious beliefs, but it was at a time where I was questioning the world and I was questioning myself. Did, do you think, or did you think at the time, did, did you have like a love for God? Was that like a, a thing? I mean, I know that at the time you probably would have said that you did, but do you think looking back, was it like, I really at the time like loved this God thing, this God character or person or whatever? Um, so to me reflecting in that moment, if I could have asked myself in that moment, uh, of course I would have said, you know, I love God and I love right. Jesus. Um, but sitting on this side of it. But sitting on this side, looking back, it was almost like I did it for the approval. I did it for the mm. social coherence. Mm. I did it so that my family would accept me, that I could have friends and also to have the comfort of knowing that someone was watching out for me yeah. because I was going through just a rough time. Somebody just screamed yeah, below have, us. Uh, I think they know there's an atheist up here. I know. They're <laughs> getting out their crucifixes. I can feel it. Yeah. It's starting to tingle a little bit. So let me ask you this, Claire, because yeah. uh, uh, I know my parents got divorced like really early. I was, I was five whenever that happened. Um, so I was really young at that time and obviously didn't really understand what was going on to the, you know, the full extent. Um, but you said like when that happened, that's kind of what rocked the boat for you. Like, no, that happened pretty early. Yeah. That happened pretty early. But what rocked the boat moving forward was just my mom trying to raise us on her own, yet still adhere to this sort of lifestyle that we yeah, had. I gotcha. But, I, you know, it wasn't my, I wasn't angry at my parents for being divorced. Like mm-hmm. that, that never was... Uh, an issue yeah but it definitely did make me question uh-huh. things yeah yeah well i'll, I'll ask this because um i've had I've, worked, I've had a lot of jobs and worked with a lot of different people mm-hmm. um and i have one specific job um and been in arkansas which in that area is like very conservative town like you know like everybody goes to church everybody's a christian you know uh kind of thing and two of my coworkers were um, we even had this conversation up at Blue Cell one day, which mm-hmm. I used the word mm-hmm. devout atheist, and, mm-hmm. you, and you kind of were like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you used the, and you used the word dogmatic yeah. in that sense. And, yeah. uh, but from both of their standpoints, they had been through multiple like traumatic experiences. Um, to, and from the conversations that we had, that is what led them to their belief system worldview that they right. kind, of, right. kind of live by, mm-hmm. which it wasn't so much of like a kind of what you're saying, like, hey, I walked through some stuff studied some stuff, bounced around, mm-hmm. not bounced around, but, you know, like in a sense though, but kind of looked at different things, right. kind of ran it through my filter of life, you know, and, and kind of seeing what kind of worked with me. Mm-hmm. Um, for them, it seemed like they were just extremely angry at God yeah. and in that response. It's right. like, well, screw him. He's not real. Um, okay. So that's the thing right there that always got me is that I would meet people and I don't think you're like this, right? Like you're belief or lack of belief in God, whatever, is not contingent upon some emotional response that you have at him, right? Like this is more of a, you had questions and doubts, and then you started to kind of pursue and research those things. And through studying and thinking and just kind of, you just kind of formed your own opinion. It Mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't F you God, I don't like you anymore. No, no. Because that's what's so frustrating for me is that I'll meet atheists and they're just pissed off at God. Spiteful, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so you, like, that's like me being mad at the Easter bunny. I don't, actually believe that there is an Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. So imagine if I walked around like, screw that guy, every man. Time, every year that I don't get a basket, I'm like, what? Walking around with his eggs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that with with that, 
you you shouldn't necessarily take that as atheism because that's just sort of the the angry end result that they've gotten from their mm-hmm. their spite. Yeah. And that same way could apply to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Somebody could be so angry and they want to blame some sort of higher power. Mm-hmm. So they or some people could peacefully walk to Christianity or some people could peacefully walk to atheism. Yeah, I mean in and all so in like the flip of kind of what you're saying is you know, I know I know people that the only reason they are Christians is because they're looking for some kind of fix. They're right. looking for my life sucks. Mm-hmm. This thing seems to answer my questions. Push blame almost. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. And so it's kind of like I can I can walk in this worldview and feel more at peace about my life. Mm-hmm. But they don't have. I would I would maybe go to say that they don't necessarily have a love for God or Jesus. It's just is what it's it's makes them feel better about themselves. I agree. With, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'll be honest. Like a lot of the. I'm doing quotations with my fingers like atheist that I have met here. Like, <laughs> bunny foo-foos. You know, um, bunny foo-foos. Oh that's, that's what we call them. <laughs> I haven't heard that in so long. You know, but uh, but um, the the atheist that I've met here in this like central Arkansas area, that seems to be kind of the, the common denominator is this response. And, um, and a lot of them were people who grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, or... Um, with, um, for the last couple of years I worked with like inner city kids, like, you know, a lot of like, um, kids that came out of jail and like really like horrible home situations. Um, and they would use the term agnostic like all the time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, well, like, I don't, I don't know what I believe because like Christians are jerks and they're hypocrites Mm -hmm. and people at the church are mean and they don't like treat me well. So I'm just going to say bump that, you know? Um, agnosticism is is an interesting concept and i think that that has a super gray area mm-hmm. with like people who say they don't know what they want to believe people who say they're trying to figure it out and then there are people that say i literally cannot fathom the existence of a higher power mm-hmm. so that's that's what, where a lot of people end up with either indifference or apathy mm-hmm. but there are angry atheists who make atheism an emotion almost mm-hmm. like they, they target it toward religious people, which, you know, usually means that there was some sort of wrongdoing mm-hmm. in their, in their church or some, something that they're angry yeah. about because ultimately yeah. Christianity is rather passive religion. There's no real, um, uh, not, I don't want to say dance, but you know, ritual prayers, sacrifice, those types of things. Like it's a fairly laid back religion where you have nothing to really be angry at. As mm. like as someone who's reached atheism or whatever you'd want right, to call it, like yeah. I can't be angry at Christians for believing what they do because that's their journey. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So what was it like? Because up to how old were you when, when you kind of started exploring this stuff? Like ten, eleven. Mm. Oh, ten or eleven? Yeah. I thought you were like a teenager. Okay. So, oh no. So you've been you you've grown up in all these camps and and conferences and yeah. Bible studies mm-hmm. and this and that. I was an acolyte. What is that? The one that carries the flame down to the big candles and lights oh, wow. it and then sits oh. on the first pew. Yeah. She was an all-star Christian. All-star. Yeah. yeah. I think Claire might be a better Christian than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did have a solo in uh, in the Christmas play one year. I, I've so, never done that, so you're, yeah. yeah. Ooh. You got the gold He's star the for points, the night. He's getting the points, the Jesus dude. points. I freaking killed it. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> okay, so up to this point, mm-hmm. I mean, as well as any young child could probably understand a love for God or God's love for them or whatever, you know, and I don't want to diminish that, but I'm just saying within that, you know, that thought process, right. Um, there was, that's kind of where a sense of hope came for you. It was kind of a sense of, um, 
purpose maybe. So all these things, what was it like whenever, whenever you kind of, and I'm sure it happened over time, but when you kind of got to that point, whenever that was, when you're kind of like, yeah, I don't believe. Yeah. Did it, uh, did it take any toll on you emotionally? Like, was it kind of like, oh shoot, like now what? I was liberated. So you actually felt better. I I felt, I guess liberated is the best word I could describe mm. it. Yeah. Not necessarily that I was like freed from shackles or anything. It's right. not like that it was some sort of oppressive weight. Um, but in a sense it was like a social pressure, mm. familial pressure. Um, and even just within my own religion or my own beliefs or my own personal relationship that I had, um, which I kept my religion a fairly private matter. Like my true like moments of like meditation and prayer were by myself. Sure. Um, but then, you know, once I faded or transitioned to atheism, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, I started taking responsibility for my own life choices. I started making my own path. I started adhering to my own moral code that felt right and sat right with me. Um, I didn't necessarily have to like read a book to tell me how to be a good person or to, Mm -hmm. to be saved because of someone else's actions, like those types of things. It was more like holding myself more accountable. And I feel like it made me more responsible of a person. Yeah. Just not like as, as that fanned out into other aspects of my life. So how, Oh, you said something interesting. Um, like the moral, moral code, like Mm -hmm. you kind of had this intrinsic sense of right and wrong maybe, or something like, how was it? Because it could be argued, and this is the kind of stuff that can oftentimes turn into debates, and we're definitely not doing that. But um, <laughs> under the same logic, like right. you're you're a pretty decent human being, like like you try to do good by people, yeah. you're a sweet person, like all that kind of stuff. So for you to follow what's inside you, not a huge deal. It doesn't really infringe on anybody's safety or rights or freedom or anything like that. Right. But what about John Doe, who has the same mentality, but he's like. You know, like what if what if inside him he's like, you know, I just don't see a and this is obviously extreme, but I don't really see a problem with raping women or, or killing people or that's not a lack of religion though. But no, no, but I'm saying with with him kind of forming his own idea of what right and wrong is. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not even saying that the Bible has to be um Lots of people are killed in the Bible. That is true. Yeah, yeah. so I mean you can't really look to that. We don't read the old testament clear. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um so like how, but how does that play out? Like if, let's just say tomorrow, like I, I just totally abandoned my belief in God mm. and in my faith and all that kind of stuff. You and drop so, your beard, everything just, yeah. Right. It's fall, fall My high. beard. <laughs> so, so I quit that and then I'm on this thing where I'm like, okay, now every sense of my moral compass was driven by what I believe about God and what the Bible says. So now I, I kind of need to relearn who I am or what I do, right right from wrong? It's really not that drastic because you can, I could take concepts from Christianity that I appreciate and that I feel are morally just and I can apply them to my own moral compass. But the fact that I'm not going to go out and rape women or kill people has nothing to do with my religious beliefs Mm -hmm. unless the only reason I wasn't doing it before was because of fear of retribution from a God. Like there's like social norms and then there's like religious moral code and a lot of times they overlap just because christianity often preaches similar things that a good person should just do Mm -hmm. you know like that's it's they can kind of go hand in hand but i don't think a person has to only look to 
their religious beliefs for what they believe is right and wrong. If they have something that contradicts what their religious text says, you should question it. Hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Like, even minor stuff, not necessarily, like, killing right, people, like but, murder. like, striking your striking your children. Okay. You know, there's, like, a Bible verse about, you know, sparing a rod, spoiled child, and... Like going on about that, you you can. It's up to you. You're the parent. It's up to you if you want to spank your child or not. Your religious text says one thing, but if you are morally against hitting your child, then don't. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be all encompassing. I guess is what I'm after. Okay, that makes sense. Hmm. So, so you don't kill people. I uh, correct. I don't. <laughs> Fact. To clarify, yes. we just want to before we post people. this on the internet, we want to know that we're not like putting you out there for yeah. no. Oh, thanks for trying to cover something me, that you'll no. uh, you know huh. go to jail for. No, no, uh, I don't like <laughs> killing anything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, go so, ahead. I, so I'm gonna ask the I'm gonna ask the question just because um, for for me, you know, I've had I've had interesting conversations like you know I worked with those people for years mm-hmm. and um, one of the one of the topics that always came up always came up was the idea of creation. Mm-hmm. Okay constantly um and so, so to be honest like I, I love the outdoors like it's you know a big aspect of my right. life like mountain biking things like that and, so, and to me like probably the the more i would say connected to god i feel is like in the midst of creation and things like that mm-hmm. and like like to me um people are like you know why do you believe in god mm-hmm. like to me that's the that's my why like is like um like in in junior high high school like even on to college like um science and and like you know biology things like that just fascinate me absolutely fascinate me right like we're talking about that on the, like on the way over here today um and so um so question one would be your thoughts on creation and just you know life in general um origin type things like that but second, second question would be like your thoughts would be like um uh for, for someone because i'm always interested in this you know is like for someone who um uh, has you know similar beliefs to you things like um joy and love and and peace and you know different things like that like mm-hmm. like to you like what do those things originate from purpose of those things you know okay so with you know creation yeah versus you know origin mm-hmm. or uh, existence the beginning of time mm-hmm. ultimately is what what yeah. it all comes down to yeah. i think creationism uh implies to god creating the earth um and then everything else to, I guess I should start by saying every, every day that goes by science is discovering new and new things Mm -hmm. that tell us about our past Mm -hmm. and tell us about how we became to exist. Mm -hmm. And I think every day that goes by is a further walk toward understanding the origins of our species and Mm -hmm. our universe as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I feel at the same time, it steps away from religion because as soon as we start having these answers things you know may start making more sense Mm -hmm. because the beginning of time is a crazy concept to think about it's Mm -hmm. absolutely insane to think that there was an instant that started everything yeah and to me my personal belief and the only logical conclusion i can come to is that there was no beginning there Mm -hmm. just always was Mm -hmm. there was a beginning for us and there was a beginning for earth but there always was hmm. and there always will be which is crazy because i think we even believe that right like even most christians would say like yeah like cuz we believe in the idea of eternity as a, i mean like mm-hmm. you remember all this like yeah 
I guess I mean like actual physical existence. There will always be material existence in this universe and the universe is oh, surrounding it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's yeah, a little yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's yeah. it's more just like not like my soul will exist. That that's not what I'm talking about. It's like okay, there was carbon life that okay. started on gotcha. Earth and then expanded. I don't think that that was the beginning. To think that our Earth was the beginning of time and existence, I think is ignorant because we are just like a mm. drop in the huge universe. Yeah, we and definitely. And the universe is around us. And the universe so while is we're on it, us. you believe in aliens? Okay, yeah. I was let thinking me, the exact me, same question, me, okay. but I didn't want to throw us off. No, no, hey, you're cool. Because this totally has to do with, with the, the idea of, of okay. belief and, and not necessarily religion, but so yes, I believe in outer space life form okay but not in this universe gotcha not in this universe right or none that are close enough to visit us anytime but to think that we're the only carbon-based life forms in the whole entire everything is i think ignorant to say Mm -hmm. that i mean i even i even have questions about that stuff like that like well we can't know we don't have the science we don't have the science to know yeah i think i'm gonna choose to believe in aliens yeah because no one can prove me wrong right now yeah i don't think um and it just seems awesome and it makes shows like stranger things seem cooler oh yeah no upside down is not happening (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna just believe in aliens okay and god and that's gonna be where i am do they hold hands though well when you say they, you're referring to God and the aliens. God and the aliens. I don't like that you say God. I mean, what God? Any celestial being. <laughs> is there only like? Yeah. This is why I love Claire. Yeah. We just pick at each other. She makes fun of me for yeah. being a Christian, and I make fun of her for being an atheist. Yours are yeah. so overgeneralized, though. You're like, I bet you hit babies with cars, huh? I know, but I'm like, what? I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. And yours are very specific. You're like, I don't even know what you say. I can't. <laughs> I'm afraid to go there right now. No, you're good. You're Someone's good. gonna get offended. No, I'm oh, tired I'm of offended people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to know about this. Like, um, when you when you left your Christian faith and yeah. kind of started moving in a different direction, mm-hmm. and you've said you had family that were, I guess, still Christians. Oh, yes. Very conservative. Mm-hmm. How do they? Know? I mean, I assume they know. It's not like you're like in the closet, like. <laughs> In the atheist closet. Yeah. I put so, on my little cross necklace when I go to Okay, you gatherings. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no yeah, it's... Um, she has the Jesus is my homie shirt that she rocks. Jesus she, is my homie. She goes I home. have that, like, vanity plate that goes on the front of your car that oh. says, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, One my gosh. Say you're joking. Right I'm now, joking. Please, for everyone. Oh, okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. I got anxiety thinking no. about that. No. <laughs> no, I don't have that at all. No, I did. I did have a lot of backlash. Um, I have an uncle who's a pastor. And, oh, I forgot you told me about that. Yeah, and he sat me down one day. Well, I was also vegan at the time. In in his which is defense, almost I guess. worse than being an you atheist. You just went all out, didn't you? Wow. Well, I was a vegetarian for a really long time, and then I I went vegan for a while. Like, if you want to not believe in God, fine, but why eat meat and dairy? Come Enjoy. on. I was not pushing that on other people. I just do not like <laughs> the idea of killing an animal. Like that just doesn't sit right with me. Do you think that which one's worse, atheism or, or veganism? Probably veganism. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's why I stopped. <laughs> That's why I walked away from it. Why would somebody, I say? Somebody go tell the lion that he can't eat the, the zebras anymore. And then, oh, this is terrible. We'll okay, so your, your uncle. So my uncle's a pastor. He sat me down and he said that my atheism and my veganism were tearing the family apart. And I have a very close family on my mom's side. She's got, there were six of them. She was, my mom Man. was the youngest. And yeah, my uncle sat me down and said, because you're vegan, we can't eat the same things at dinner. 
And because you're an atheist, we can't all go to church. So you're taking this family and you're making it so we can't do the same things. Wow. What did that feel like? Um, I mean, I know you have pretty thick skin. So. Yeah, oh, it didn't phase me one bit. I, I just, I was a little saddened. Yeah. That, like for him. That Yeah. That, that he felt that that yeah. was some sort of mm. effect on, you know, our and family, honestly, our well-being. I feel like this is where we get into our conversations because I feel like a lot of people have that mentality, whether it's that extreme or not. Like, right. I mean, I remember growing up, I mean, like we joke about how, oh my gosh, do you kill people? But I remember growing up thinking that if you were an atheist, you must be the worst kind of human being. Everyone, not everyone, I shouldn't say that's really broad. But right, a lot of people. A very strong, you and I talked about it with this, uh, doing this podcast, even even telling you that I was an atheist, I was happy that everyone at Blue Sail got to know me first because I know that Blue Sail uh, harbors the customers of that practice Christianity, have mm-hmm. a lot of employees that practice Christianity. It's a very big, you know, foundation for their lives. And then here, Miss Atheist comes walking in. And, and there's that strong stigma with not necessarily like killing people, but just lacking moral belief, not right. being, being crotchety, being, you know, grumpy people. Mm. And so I was glad that people got to know me first before yeah. I got on the podcast to be outed as an atheist. <laughs> because, you know, you... Then now, hopefully, they say, oh, Claire's, Claire's a good person. I can tell that, you know, she's she's a decent human being. Yeah. And that, you know, doesn't have yeah. anything to do with atheism. Well, it's even, it's even, um, I mean, I'll just, be, I'll just be, I'll be transparent here. Like, I remember, like, when I when I met you. Yeah. And then, like, I was, I'd, I'd probably been in the store a few times, and we had talked, mm-hmm. and then there was that day that, we were talking and and you, you made a really mean joke to Matt and I was like, Dang, oh no! Hey, probably. what did she say? Do you remember? Yes, I remember. Is it really bad? What? So it it was just it was just like in the oh, moment. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk we'll, about it later. We'll oh, it's not it. fit for the. No, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. We'll you talk atheist, about it later. man. No, it was. Yeah, uh, but anyways, but I remember, but I remember like you you said that. Yeah. And yeah. then like you said something back, mm-hmm. and I I thought you guys were just joking, and then all of a sudden like Matt was like, no, like she's. She's like an atheist, and I was she's like, "She's like an atheist. She's a real live she's, atheist. She's a real, real live atheist. Like, like, look, look at her. What's the atheist in a natural <laughs> habitat?" Yeah. And and I'm not gonna lie, there was a little like, I know, thing I don't, I, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, there was a thing that went off my mind. I was like, "Wow, yeah. we've got to say really, she's a nice person. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a nice lady." Is you know, Zach Galifianakis would say, but you know, but all I'm saying is like, there's a thing. I, I I'm just all I'm doing is affirming what you guys are talking about. Yeah, yeah. Is that I remember like working with those people. And and I would like go have conversations with like some of my church friends and tell them about these people that I'm working with. And one of the, the there was a guy and a girl I worked with and the mm-hmm. guy, like, he was honestly one of my like good friends. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because we had like this tension yeah. and these conflicts that made us like like we, we kind of like grew a, a respect and a like we, we valued each other's opinions mm-hmm. and thoughts and stuff like that. I mean, I don't believe in what he thought and I didn't appreciate the way that he like threw that at me and I probably didn't do a good job. I was going to say he probably feels the same way, right? Yeah. You know, but, um, but he's, he's, you know, like, um, he has kids now and like that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's cool to see like him carry on his life. And I remember even like when he had his kids, I remember like contacting him and being like, all right, dude, are you, you you believe now, don't you? And he's like, "Mm -mm, no. (laughs) And I'm like, are you sure? You know? And he's like, yep, no, still don't like, don't don't care. But dude, like, so Cody, this, this is, I mean, you talk about, kind of having that moment of like oh Claire's an atheist like mm-hmm. that happens a lot and I realize it does yeah and it's like so the way I mean 
the way that we grew up is, and I don't even think that we were, we weren't explicitly taught this per se. And I know that the motive behind it wasn't necessarily bad even, but there was this thing where like we meet an atheist and our first thought is like, we have got to, um, yeah, like fix them, convert them, whatever. And honestly, this has been the, uh, over the last several years, the thing that I've felt most challenged with, especially as we've talked over the last couple of months is I don't feel some need to like fix your disease of atheism. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't even view it like that. Yeah. Like I, f- I actually find that, I mean, we totally disagree. Mm-hmm. Like you think that what I believe is wrong in a sense and not in a disrespectful way, but we just totally don't see eye to eye. I, I understand. Yeah. And I think the same thing about your belief. I would say, no, that's, that's because they can't, what we believe is so polar opposite. Polar they can't opposites. both be right. Religion yeah. and no religion. Right. One of us is wrong. That's how it's going down. Yeah, it's you. I'm sorry. It, it, right. <laughs> and I think, and I, think a lot well, of that, I think a lot of that comes from is that, and, you, and I think you brought this up earlier, is for a lot of us, like that's where our, um, and, and rightfully so for me, I mean, like my, my identity is rooted in like my, my beliefs and like faith in Jesus. That's super interesting you brought that up. Yeah. Because, so with identity, uh-huh. There are like three different forms in any any facet of identity. There are three different forms: peacock, chameleon, and centaur. Peacock is like you show it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is very much a part of who you are. Chameleon is like you go back and forth. Like during the day, you may not attribute yourself to this identity, but during you know night. Mm-hmm. And then centaur is just a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. There is no need to to be anything other than yourself with that a part of mm-hmm. you. You identify as a Christian and Christianity is a part of your life. Mm -hmm. You follow a path, you have a relationship. It is a very like active thing you do. I don't think about being an atheist on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. It's not a part of who I am. Well, it now doesn't... it is because we always talk about it. <laughs> yeah, See, right. that's my bad. This I is the totally... most I've talked about it in such a long time. Yeah. I've actually given you identity probably as an since, atheist now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably Dang since it. college. Probably wow. since college I haven't talked this right. much about religion because it's just, it's... Obviously, since it's technically the lack of religion, right, right, it's not a part of me. Mm-hmm. Nor is it like a part missing. It's just not. I have other things I focus on. Yeah, I don't go to church on Sundays. I do laundry. Not even like one's better than the other. It's just different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the difference is that so much of who, and that's what you were saying. So much of who we are, how we think, mm-hmm. the framework is, for our life, is centered upon these religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you take that out of the equation. It, I, I guess it doesn't like it certainly doesn't devalue your your life in any no, 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 practical that's, sense. That's like, what I was getting to with that is that um, I think the I think the pushback for a lot of people is that because um, and and I'll even say this and this might be this might be inconsiderate of me but I think a lot of people have those feelings towards people of like like they have a lack of faith or you know what do you that, mean? like so like the 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 super Christians that like like immediately feel that way like when they walk up to somebody that you know, doesn't believe or doesn't believe the way they believe and they say oh i have to fix you oh or like yeah. your life sucks because here's a track mm-hmm. yeah like here's yeah here's a track you only mm-hmm. you know read this and go pray right um is i think one they have a misunderstanding of what it is that they actually believe mm-hmm. in that um because i because i'll say it like this on a daily basis i don't wake up and go oh yeah i'm a christian i have to do this <laughs> like that that relationship that I have with you know like with God and the time that I spend investing in that, um, hopefully, will impact me in such a way that I, every day I don't have to like, like 
you know, write Reaffirm. it on the yeah, yeah, like write it on the, the mirror and be like, Cody, you're a Christian. You're a Christian. You're a, and if I say it three times, you're strong, fast, you're beautiful, yeah. and you believe in God. Yeah. You know? Gosh darn it, people um, like me. Yeah, but there, <laughs> but there there are people that I think that that are still trapped in like the I use I use the term like a lot like like legalistic and like it, mm-hmm. where it very much is like there's a there's kind of a new fad going around with like um kind of hipster pastors and stuff they say it's not a it's not a religion it's a it's a relationship yeah and they take the religious aspect of it completely out of it to where it's all it is is this relationship but I think in a sense there there is a there are still religious things that are a part of that there either right. you know you would say there yeah. are. There's, there, you know, like to an extent. There are, that there are sounds all sexy and stuff to be like, yeah, it's not a religion. It's a religion. And I get the heart behind that. I, I but do. Like, I do. But, I but think it's like, halfway, honestly. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you still adhere to a kind of a system, so to yeah. speak. And yeah. like, like we obviously try our best not to systemize our faith so that it's like, eat this, do this, don't mm-hmm. do this. Like that kind of crap pisses me off more than anything. I can't be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But there are things that, you know, we adhere to. There's a... I mean, even just something simple. Let's let's the obvious, the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of a system if you think about it, and it's not bad. Yeah. But you know, like now that system is based on the relationship. Yeah. So I mean, I think you, I think you know that. But, in, it, but like, in my mind, both. I'm not like waking up every day and like the next you know 18 hours that I'm awake, like, I'm not processing every single choice I make through the Ten Commandments. It's just kind of stuff that's ingrained in me, and it's kind of like right. I know that this guy cut in front of me. It's probably not good for me to like pull out a nine and shoot him in the back of the head, like <laughs> you know, or you know, th- like I know that it is. It's probably good for me to respect my mom because she's my mom, you know, and like Scripture talks about that, like how important sure. that is to honor your, you know, father, and mother. Um, but what I was getting at is like, I think the people that have that 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 give that backlash and give that kind of like really negative sense is because they do not believe that that someone that does not believe in God could experience peace or joy or like be in a loving relationship. Like I think you even brought that up where it's like you've been married for how long? Five years. Five years. Yeah. You have two kids. Yeah, yeah. we talked um, about that yeah. one day. You know, and it's like some you would tell somebody that that comes from that kind of uh, worldview, right? And they would say, "Well, I bet your marriage—you probably have a lot of marriage problems, or or your kids are probably just the worst kids." You know, ironically, which is so funny. Go ironically, ahead. I do have a lot of marital problems. Mm. I mean, not a lot because but, you're freaking married. Yeah, it's like you know? I, for, we've been it's not because we, you're an atheist. We've been married. Yeah, we've been married five years, and there's been a lot of turmoil, a lot of a lot of things that even outside of our marriage that we've gone through. Mm. Um, but what we do is we, you know put up the fists and fight through it. Yeah. Like that's, we don't blame it on our relationship. We don't blame it on religion. We don't mm. blame it on external circumstances. At the end of the day, you're going forward. Mm. You push forward yeah. and you fight your battle. So your husband, um, same, same worldview. Yes. Okay. I, I mirrored. I mean, it's exactly yeah. the same. So yeah. with his story, mm-hmm. and he's equally as nice as Claire. <laughs> yeah, he's I've nicer. Heard, I've heard he's, he, a, he's a better dude than I've I I've heard am. that he's just an all-star. That's what I've heard. From dude, people. he's, yeah, he's my handsome man. He's he is. Man. <laughs> I, and I, I will tell you, that's even what if, Claire says every time he walks into work. I'll go, Hey handsome. And yeah. then he'll go, Hey handsome. Well, I'm going to be honest from what I've heard about you and your, your husband, like if more Christians spoke of their husband and their spouses, the way that you do, things like that, I'm like, that that to me was a big because I remember uh, who was I I think it was it was, it was Carson mm-hmm. yeah I was talking with Carson he was like they're almost disgusting like the way that they like love one oh another. it's awesome he's, yeah. Carson's seen us outside of work yeah. he's seen us actually together uh-huh. with our kids and he's yeah. just like ooh well I think it's fun like here's the irony right I'm the Christian Claire's the atheist. 
every dude Claire just swoons all over. You know, anytime John walks in, I mean, it's just oh look at him, isn't he so like it's hilarious. And I actually think it's really sweet and endearing. Yeah. And so Claire's the atheist who seems. I mean, sure, like you said, you've gone through a lot. You have problems, but y'all. I mean, it's probably you probably feel safe saying like y'all have a good marriage. Yes, you love one another. Yeah. Like you're, you're a There's team. A ver- the, this is the only unconditional love I've ever known. Yeah, is that the is love so the love of John. <laughs> he has put up with more than any person would ever. And oh my god, I'm getting teary eyed. Um, <laughs> That's so sweet. But I mean, it's I don't expect other relationships to be like ours because mm. nobody else is like John. Like, well, and the irony to me is that like I was, I, I'm the Christian. You're the atheist. Right. You're just head over heels in love for your husband. Right. He's head over heels in love for love for you, you know, blah blah blah. I'm going through a divorce. I don't think that has anything to do with religion. Well, no, it it, it doesn't. What I'm saying is though, I mean, how many Christian, right, how, how many right. people? That is like oh, a big mm-hmm, thing in that mm-hmm. in, in the Christian world. And we would say things like what Cody mentioned earlier, like they can't experience a, a truly happy marriage. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going, like, man, if if I'd have been the kind of husband John was, my goodness. Yeah. You know, or, or vice versa. Like, but yeah. I think the end, the end of the day, relationships. Um, okay, I can even apply it to a Christian sense. Um, if you and I were married, you would have your relationship with God, and I would have my relationship with God, and we could have a relationship with God together as a couple. But ultimately, you and I still have a relationship with God that we have to honor and, and trust in. Right. And when your relationship goes wrong, you can't blame God for that. Like, you can't say, oh, this is my religion that's causing... Right. You have to strip that down and say, okay, there's something between us, and we need to work on it, not let's make this about religion. Because John and I, like, you know, Christianity says honor the commitment of your marriage because you marry before God. You know, that sort of thing. Like, right, through the right. church, if you get married through the church, you're married in the eyes of God, and then right, you're right. supposed to honor that kind commitment. covenant with God. Right. Yeah. But I was actually married by... Um, Someone was who was like considered an atheist pastor of a community church. It was like just a group thing, right? Like with community service, like that sort of thing. But um, when I didn't we didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, so. totally. Secular churches. Yeah, the Universal Church. Okay. Yeah, yeah. totally. Interesting. Totally things. Dude, but, I'm getting so educated right now. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes down to it, it's our commitment. It's my, you know, you and I are in a commitment. Same thing with me and John. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, it's our commitment. That's what we're honoring. Mm-hmm. Whether we were born in the or not born. Married in the church or not, I'm honoring my commitment mm. to John by right. sticking through things, by working through them, recognizing that things aren't always going to be good, and knowing that we're the people that have to change it. You yeah. need to start doing Christian marriage conferences. I feel like you could, As A, make a lot of money. As an, <laughs> well, good God, dude. You have more like, you're speaking things that even like Christian marriage people like speak mm. like. I mean, the divorce rate's high in the church, man. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go back to my earlier question. Oh, yeah. Um, we are chasing rabbits. Yeah, no, no, no. no. All that stuff is, like, super relevant. Um, so my question, and this would be, like, a like a, I'm honestly curious, like, your thoughts here is, um, because I agree with what you said, but I also believe that, um, so what, what you said, my wife has a, a relationship with God, I have a relationship with God, we, you know, we, 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 try as hard as we can to pray together and, and seek that together, mm-hmm. like and challenge mm-hmm. you know, each other on that. But what I believe is that like for my relationship with God and the time that I spend like seeking him, pursuing him, mm-hmm. studying scripture, applying that to my life has like, everything to do with who I am as a husband. Um, and I believe that because I believe like what it says in John is that like God is love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like the, the origin of love is from like God, the father. Mm-hmm. Um, and like what I asked you earlier, like I'm, that's something I'm always curious of is like, okay, for someone who does not believe in 
God, the Trinity, you know, like, like the Bible or, mm-hmm. you know, like those things like that is like, so to, to you, like, where does love come from? Um, because let, let me preface with this is like, there's also this, I think like kind of a stigma towards like atheists is that mm-hmm. like, um, we're just a bunch of like raging mammals that all we do is eat and sleep and like, you know, reproduce Make babies, and like, yeah. yeah. And like, that's the only purpose of life. Yeah. Um, and and so, like, so I guess that's where my question stems from. Is it okay? I don't obviously, I don't believe that's what you like believe. Mm-hmm. I don't think you think that. I should just be like, yes. yeah, yeah, but but yes. um, yeah, that's actually, what that's kind of what we do. Actually, I do. Um, no, but um, but that would be it. Is like, so you have this like this marriage that you and John fight for one another. Mm-hmm. Like you, you talked about this unconditional love, um, but for this like kind of uh, belief you have with like creation and like where we kind of come from, mm-hmm. and we just kind of like came to be. It's like okay, so where do things like that come from? Where does that where did that stem from? I mean, you can trace it back to however far you want to. Pleasure seeking behavior mm-hmm. is constantly something that mammals seek. You know, mm-hmm. that sort of what feels good, what feels like I need to do it. That sort of basic human function of, mm-hmm. oh, that's hot. I won't do that. I'll learn. Let me do this. This feels good. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll do this. And over time, as we became more complex animals we started seeking more detailed pleasure behaviors. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, you know, taking a risk and having a reward feels good, so I'm going to do that. Just those basic human necessities Mm -hmm. mixed with things that we can also get because we have available to us Mm -hmm. have kind of honed themselves into joy, happiness, mm-hmm. anger, you know, whatever these experiences that we have is, mm-hmm. is very much a chemical reaction that has formed itself over millions of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, I, that, I understand that. Um, my only thing to that would be like, you know, I think it's like, what is it, like dolphins and dogs are like the only mammals that like have like sex for pleasure. Like right, they, like, apes, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. things like apes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, and like, I mean, I agree with you, like sex feels good and you know, it's a fun thing. Dolphins are super smart. Um, Hmm. yeah, they are super smart. It's crazy. I saw a mannequin challenge the other day that these people were doing. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. It's like the dolphins were sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the dogs. One of them was like up out of the water. Like you could see his tail doing this (gasps) to keep him up out of the water. He wanted to go have sex for pleasure. That's That's what it was. (laughs) That's what he was like. All right, come on, Flippy. You can get this done. I see a super hot gal with a big old fin over there. I got weird. I did yeah, get rid of it. Right. Uh, let's crazy. talk about atheism. Um, so, but like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what I was saying is, um, but I'll be honest with you, uh, love does not necessarily feel good all the time. And no. it's like hard as crap. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, I remember the first three months of my marriage with Alicia, it was like difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously it was like fun and great. And like, um, you know, because I'm a perfect Christian, I'd never had sex before. Um, no, I'm, t- I'm t- totally joking. Um, uh, uh, I was an idiot. Um, you're like a dolphin. No, hey, you're yeah. cool. You're yeah. cool. But uh, but uh, is that you know even like the covenant of marriage, like that that whole concept, like um, that like two, you know, kind of what you're saying, two pleasure seeking people are gonna like enter into this thing where we're gonna like commit to one each other for life. Enter and into this thing. I like the hand motions. Yeah, you, you know, they can't see the hand motions. They, they need to. You can, but they can't. So you know, it helps. It helps. We're gonna me start live streaming this crap. Yeah, yeah. We need to do something on Facebook <laughs> Live or something. Um, <laughs> but even the fact that like we're gonna enter into this, yeah, that's hard for me because you know, as, as Christians, we believe that God, you know, with Adam and Eve, instituted the first like covenant marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, he even talks about like we when we people get married today, they pull verses from 
Genesis and mm-hmm. talk about like the things that talk, God mentioned. Mm-hmm. And so that without God, that we would be ignorant enough to like enter into something like that. Um, like a partnership, like, a, like not a, even like a marriage, but like cohabitating or choosing to walk life with another human being. Mm-hmm. Is that essentially, or are kind you of, kind of what I'm saying? But but especially specifically marriage. Like yeah. I can understand. Like you know, I've met, um, I've met, um, you know, people even like here locally that they're like, yeah, I've been living with my girlfriend for years and years and years mm-hmm. and years and years, mm-hmm. and like. Um, there's a guy who rode mountain bikes with Jonesboro and they're not going to get married. Yeah. They don't believe in the covenant of marriage. Yeah. Um, so he's like, this is my life partner. And they mm-hmm. use that, that kind of terminology. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and to be real, like once again, another incredible couple, like they fight for one another, they have their problems, but like they love one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've asked him the same questions. I'm like, man, like, where do you, where do you feel like that? Um, like, where does that, where does that like that, um, that, desire come from for you to to seek out that person and go through just like wads of bull crap um and you can't say it's just so i can have sex with her oh no because if that's the case it'd be really easy just to go and do that somewhere else exactly you know and so um so any any thoughts there with that no i i completely understand and i think like it's weird because the concept of marriage truly adds nothing to nothing physical to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Two people could be married and divorced like within the same week. Mm-hmm. So it truly it it's used so loosely these days that it's difficult to yeah. speak with it with value, I mm-hmm. guess. Or as much value as it once That's, had. Yeah, I understand. Um I mean I my marriage with John, my commitment with John is very much something that, you know, I mean we have kids so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, you know, I'm in it for him. I'm in it yeah. to fight whether we're, you know, there have been times where I just want to strangle his neck, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I don't love him. That doesn't yeah. mean the love's there. That just means it's being shadowed mm-hmm. by something deeper or darker mm-hmm. at yeah. that moment. But you can't lose sight of, of the love. And, and at the end of the day, knowing that there's someone out there that's as loyal and committed to me as John is, gives me a sense of, of self-worth, self-value, mm-hmm. um, peace of mm-hmm. mind, you know, knowing that somebody cares for me and that somebody's going to be there for me when I'm old. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that somebody wants to be there for me in that capacity, you know, I don't need anything other than that to be in it to win it. Mm. No, I understand that. I yeah. wanna grow also, also you. taxes. Like, you know, being married <laughs> definitely helps with taxes. Yeah, true that, dude. And yeah. when you have kids, just legal issues, if one of you dies, like that sort of thing, it's yeah. just sort of fixed with marriage. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily that we wanted to, to you know, make some sort of big deal about it mm-hmm. but there yeah. were a lot of you guys were committed regardless of whether you had the certificate yeah, yeah exactly. exactly and you told me a part of your y'all story which mm-hmm. was uh, just fascinating you know that you actually how old were you when you had your first child 16 you're 16 mm-hmm. and you said that like that was actually with somebody different yes and then john was just there yeah like, through the process yeah like, just this rock star of a, yeah oh of a i mean from it he said that he f- so i fell in love with him the moment i saw him hmm. And he did not. I chased him. I chased him pretty hard. I think I, I think I scared him quite a bit, actually. But I knew, like, even my mom knew that was that was who I was going to end up being with. And, you know, when John didn't accept my chase, I made mistakes other places. But then when I had Andy and when I was, you know, raising Andy, he said that's when he fell in love with me, mm. was my nurturing, caring side of being a mother. And that's when that we started moving toward marriage. Mm. So it was, it was a, like a reverse thing. Normally when people have right. kids, it's, it's yeah. kind of a turnoff or whatever. But Which I think is super cool. I think it just speaks to the, you know, his character. Mm-hmm. And 
I know this podcast isn't about John, although maybe it should have been. It should be. <laughs> we should have brought John on. Me and Claire are like, oh, John. Yeah. John, if you're listening, man, I you're, love so, you. you're so handsome. Claire loves you. I'll see you in like an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, here's what I want to know, because this is, I, I'm so thankful to, to, as, for you as a friend. Because it's, it helps me. What? I said you're sweet. Oh, I'm so sweet. Oh. Um, because, I mean, I feel like I have a lot of Christian friends. Mm-hmm. And I have Christian friends, and then I'm also going to use the bunny fufus. Christian friends. So I got a lot of both. And that's me making fun of the people who, anyways, <clears throat> we won't go there. Um, but it's been cool to get to know people who don't share similar worldviews. And I don't feel some, like, strong sense to change you or anything like that and I don't think you feel that towards me I think no. you have a respect for I think you know who I am and um, I think we have mutual respect for each other's positions whether we agree or disagree mm-hmm. but what is something because there is a clear misunderstanding with some we'll just say some Christians mm-hmm. maybe a lot I don't mm-hmm. know and people like you who you know I know you don't walk around with a tag on your shirt that says I'm an atheist but I do we'll, have my tattoo well Oh, that's true. Yeah. We'll call you an atheist, though. Okay. So, like, what can Christians do to be, I don't know, like, what, maybe more approachable, maybe more understanding. Um, it just seems like we can be assholes sometimes. Yes. And I don't like that about us. Sorry, Matt's I mean, mom. Sorry, mom. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we can, too. So, it's really, I mean, I appreciate you coming from that sort of standpoint saying, you know, what can we do to be different? But ultimately, there's such strongly opposing views. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some people that hold so tightly onto their views in Christianity that there is no being approachable because there's no... Oh, that's just so weird to me. You can't wrap your head around the idea of not being in the Christian faith, just like there's some atheists that can't wrap their heads around... But for me to not want to have a relationship with you or not be kind to you Mm -hmm. or loving towards you... I've been hit by a Bible. Somebody threw a Bible at me once. I kicked a Bible. No, I'm kidding. I uh, well, I did tell you that story. I did, it wasn't actually a Bible, but we won't go there. That's for a different podcast. Yeah. I didn't kick a Bible. But as an atheist, you, know, you said that, that atheists come off as like crotchety or, or yeah. grumpy. Um, as an atheist, I have had people shove Christianity down my throat more mm. times than I'm comfortable with. And, yeah. and I think I understand... Christianity and the idea of witnessing and wanting to bring people over to Jesus because ultimately you're saying, hey, I'm in the right here. You need to come be right with me. It's not like, uh, you're... Yeah, and it's not even about like, oh, I'm right. It's yeah. like, if if Christians really believe the things that we believe, then we should want other people. Like, if we believe that Jesus yeah, is the only right. hope, I should want that for you're like, you. like, hey, and I man, do. I don't want you to go to hell, so why don't you come over here with me? No. It's not... I know right. it's not from a place of, of ill yeah. intent. Well, most of the time Well, it's sometimes not. it can be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not well, all the time. Well, I think, like, to that specifically, because that's, that's how I came on board, was the whole, like, heaven and hell thing. Yeah. But that got me nowhere. Right. Like, because by the time that I turned 18, and I'm still going, oh, I don't want to go to hell... You just and scared then, of God, basically. And then I remember like going to an, like an anthropology course, and my professor just like like blasting into me mm-hmm. and like Christians, and I'm going, I don't know anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I like really kind of dove in after that, but it was kind of like, um, and so those those people who simply like want to, and, and I'll be honest, there's a there's this might be a problem with like the church, um, is that we there for a long time, especially in the '90s. Like when the whole like connection card idea came out, where it's like, um, or commitment card. I'm sorry, that's what it was. It's like I after, remember those after like a concert. You know, like they pray this prayer and say, "Repeat after me," and then oh, like gosh. all of you 
that prayed that prayer, I want you to come down to the front and fill out this card. The only purpose of that, like, it had nothing to do with, like, contact you and following up. It was so it was that a we freaking can, metric, dude. So we can go back to our churches and show people, like, how much money we can continue to spend on this big event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm getting like. People, like, re- repeated a prayer. I do not like this. Yeah. And so, but, and that stuff, that stuff sucks. And so, like, um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I had a point, but it left me. So, um, you came into Christianity. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And so, um, gotcha. and so people with the ill intent right. to like witness, mm-hmm. um, bunny foo-foos again. Um, this has been the most bunny foo-foos There's like, like podcast. wafting air because like of there's there's freaking <laughs> rabbit farm in here. <laughs> we turn the, we turn the fans off and just use our fingers in here. Yes, exactly. Um, but it's, uh, it's it's troubling, um, you know. You've seen, have you ever seen like the Westboro Baptist Church people? Absolutely, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. like that whole thing mm-hmm. is it in their mind? Is they truly believe they have good intentions? Like, I mean, most everyone does. Most That's awful. Does. Yes, um, and and it's 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 troubling because you know, and and this conversation with you has been like you know like educational and life giving, but a lot of the people that I've had the conversations with that come from a similar viewpoint is you is those are the people that have caused them to do and believe what they believe yeah. is um like there was a there was a girl that i had the opportunity to meet when we were like we lived in jonesboro mm-hmm. she had a child at the age of 15 i believe and the church completely shunned her like she was in the youth group you know like large youth group um and actually was there was a boy in the youth group was one of the leaders is the one that got her pregnant and so his his family had influence and money and so they basically treated this girl as if it was her own doing, blah, 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 and basically shunned her out. And, of course, after that experience, like, why would you want to do anything with the church? Like, yeah. And so she just said, well, church, God, people, all of it, screw you. Um, and I think maybe still struggles with that, mm-hmm. you know, which, I mean, that's a pretty traumatic experience. But, yeah, um, my goodness. Yeah. And so, which I understand, like, you know, like that stuff. Like, it's just, just a, um, it is. Like, I, I'm just being, this is me being clear with you is, like, um, it, it's, it's, it's tough because a lot of times you don't know the backstory. You don't know what it was. Um, cause I remember like, like that was one of the first things I asked you is like, did you grow up in church? In church yeah. Um, and you said yes. And it's kind of like, so the first, like, first, like Oh, the, she must've been burned. That's why she's an atheist. And I remember you even said that. You, you know? were very quick to say like, you know, I had a kid yeah. at, at a, you know, as a teenager. Um, and, and that, um, your parents have been divorced and things like that. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, um, which I never had a kid. At a young age, um, had a couple like scares and things yeah. like that, um, which like can rock you, mm-hmm. like can like very much like, okay, like I'm about to be a dad, like mm-hmm. what do I even believe about my own self and like this kind of stuff. And so, um, but it is, it's 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 hard when you don't know the backstory to initially want right. to like approach someone, like approach that. somebody well, yeah. like that and judge them and well, don't judge them. Yeah, no, no, don't judge them exactly. But I'm, just, I'm just being. This is just a straight. Yeah. A straight oh, I understand. But just as, as, as best you can. Yeah, absolutely. Do not look at someone mm-hmm. with the intention of knowing their story because you do not. Right. You don't. You never. Never. Do. You, never you never do. do. I mean, I have. I'm not gonna lie. I have. I had the the opportunity of um, working with a kid for over a year. Mm-hmm. He had. He was part of a double homicide case. He had. Oh he was, yeah. He was 14. Whatever this took place, and I had so many. I even had. This is crazy that I'm even saying this. Like. I had people in the church that I attend come up to me, approach me, and basically, like, tell me how pissed they were with me because of the way I communicate with this kid um, because of what he had done. And, like, Did you I, use cuss words? Huh? Did you use cuss words? Did I use cuss words to them? Mm-hmm. No, no with, I did. With I, him. 
Huh? Did oh, you with cuss him? with him? Oh, absolutely. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but here's the thing. He couldn't understand that, otherwise. But people would, come up, <laughs> people would come up to me and they would talk about like, how can you tell this kid that there's hope for his life, and how can you tell this kid that like, um, he has any chance yeah. of, you know, living a a joyful life when he hasn't been broken for what he did. I'm like, well, one, he's 14. He doesn't know what he's done. Um, in in the in the grand scheme of his life, I mean, yeah. he's going to be in prison for the next forty years. Yeah, he's probably life. on a process that will lead him to some sense of brokenness. Uh, I you mean, know, but regardless. but the, but the, the seriously the troubling thing with me that that really like like jacked with me is you have a person here that's claiming to be a Christian mm-hmm. to believe in like what Jesus stood for as a whole. I mean, he stood for a lot of things, but the biggest thing was was forgiveness and grace. And to for these people to like to to look at a fourteen year old boy, judge him like assume all this stuff about him when if you heard his backstory it's a wonder that he didn't like kill those people and then turn around and kill himself yeah right because, or do it sooner or do it sooner yeah. exactly yeah. because this is a kid that like was shoved in a clock in a closet mm-hmm. with a pizza shoved under the door why is why his mom like basically like prostituted right. herself out right. like in the bed four feet from the door and that was normal that was that was right. a normal yeah weekend that's, for that's an unfortunate you know? common thing for, yeah. for well and so you were talking about a minute ago uh you know the idea. Okay, so we talked about no, like not assuming people's stories and like assuming that maybe Claire, because she's an atheist, she must have just been burned. Mm-hmm. Here's the ironic part: is that I feel like Claire has more respect and tact and um, care, maybe, for a lot of Christian religious church people than I do, because I just get so freaking pissed at, at them. Mm-hmm. I say them. I don't even want to associate myself with them. I, I don't even like saying I'm a Christian anymore because it's such a freaking. It just makes me sick half the time. But I am a Christian. But whatever. I'm um, an atheist. <laughs> I'm a Christian atheist. Christ atheist. atheist. Christian atheist. So uh, I think when I see Christians, I don't allot them into different. You know, Christians are air quote Christians. It's that person on their journey. I don't consider you, obviously I don't consider you a Christian. I consider you someone practicing Christianity is what it is in my head because Mm. it is like, Mm. to me, it is the journey you're on. And I don't judge your journey. I don't judge your journey. Like I don't judge yours. I don't, your life is yours to live. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to treat you compassionately no matter what you believe because you're a human. Mm -hmm. That's, that's ultimately where my moral I, I make a point to be gracious, yeah. to be thankful, to be See, compassionate, just as so, a person. Yeah. So on that, just because we got to wrap it up here in just yeah, like yeah, a yeah. minute or two. So I, I want to kind of end with this because um, you have two beautiful girls. I do. Um, and I, I remember <laughs> you said this that we were talking at Blue Cell one day, and uh, kind of like what you ended the conversation with was that you know one day when your girls you know kind of start asking questions and things is that it's you're going to say that very same thing to them. This is your journey. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force you into this. Even and you even said even if they pursued Christianity, I would support it fully. That you would support that fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is my question: is um, because of what I believe, I believe that my value, I believe that my um, identity, and that um, ultimately my purpose for living my life comes from um, like who I am, mm-hmm. like to God. So, with that being said, is that when your your girl someday, or even in conversations, let's, let's take your daughters out of it, but like somebody comes to you um, and is and is questioning the purpose of life, or um, you know, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. your response to them is 
blank, and I'm, I'm going to get to that. But because of, I'm not saying that, like, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to break. You this. don't have to preface. You no, no, can no, no, literally no, just because I, I want to preface because I'm trying to, I'm trying to help break this stigma okay. for maybe some of the people that are listening to this okay. that would think that well, there's just no reason to live. Like, if you don't believe in God, then like, just it's all off the table. You're just going to live and die and go to hell. Um, well, if there's no God, then there's no hell. But anyway, <laughs> that's another. Part. So that's a whole another conversation. But. So, um, so that's, that's why I'm asking this question right. is because of the way that you believe completely different than we do. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you answer that question? So when somebody brings up the, the topic of the purpose of life, the reason for living, yada, yada, yada. To give, so life has, because life has beginning, it has death and between those two points is incredible value. Um, I personally do not need religion to signify that value. I find the value in the interactions I have with people around me. I have value in the interactions I have with my family, the commitment I have with my husband, the lives that we influence at Blue Sail. Mm. Like, it's moment to moment for me. Mm. And, yeah, the end goal, I die and nothing happens, you know, obviously with my belief. But that makes this life more meaningful. That makes right now super oh, meaningful wow. for me mm. because there is an end. There is a definitive. This is all I have. I've got one chance. And so I just want to be as, as nice and as caring and give when I can and mm. help the humans. Because in my eyes, you're all just human. I don't, I don't look at you as being religious right. you know, followers. None of us make it out alive, so let's all just be cool with each other. <laughs> like that's my that's essentially what it boils down to. So is, we're gonna is, end, we're gonna end the podcast by basically saying what Matt said earlier. Yeah. Claire is the best Christian in this room right oh, now, dude. That <laughs> is thank you. No, honestly, okay, that's, that's profound. Honestly, we will end on a because I want to say this. Honestly, and I'm the worst atheist. I'm. <sighs> <laughs> well, and like, let me say this because okay. somebody's somebody's probably getting mad right now, going, "Oh my gosh, Cody is like just affirming." He's acting her. like mad. He's acting like <laughs> mad. <laughs> Roll reverse. Because um, we're gonna end, and we're gonna we're gonna get in our cars, and, and I'm probably gonna come, come get coffee tomorrow, and we're gonna see each other, and it's gonna be like we're gonna be as fr- as best friends as we've been oh, like this whole time. Yeah. Um, and you're still gonna make the best honey latte with, with the most on cinnamon top. on top. The most cinnamon. She like dumped the entire cup on like, accident. Yeah, on accident. <laughs> but it was it was glorious. But is that we're we're gonna we're gonna acknowledge the fact that we completely disagree with Absolutely. one another. Absolutely. And that um, probably one of the next that you know if I were to meet somebody um, that that had you know views like you do or beliefs like you do, I'm gonna ask the same questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, like I, nobody's nobody's trying to convert anybody. Um, one of the things that's very important to me is I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing mm-hmm. like what happened in your life to bring you to where you are now. Um, and if in some small way, like I can help somebody um, understand maybe some of the, 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 the confusion or just craziness that life is mm-hmm. um, not to try to trick them into going to like, Oh, that was God. Like, um, but like, I, I do believe I'm not one of those like cliche people, like everything happens for a reason. Right. Um, but I do believe like that, that, God works in some crazy ways that I can't possibly understand. Like in some way, crazy way, I believe right now this conversation I'm having with you, like, is actually like encouraging and life giving to me. Um, I was gonna say, dude, what if this conversation is not about? Oh my gosh, they got to have this conversation with an atheist, and dude, mm-hmm. like, that's a seed that's gonna be watered for the rest of her life, and one day it's gonna bear fruit. What if it was about? The opposite. This is God's thing. Seriously, me. dude, like, if you guys I actually believe that, God that sent me. If you guys believe that, and if that enlightens your life, that makes me so happy. No, I like, actually, I'm, I'm really like do think that. Serious when I say that, yeah, I like, really do think that because I think a lot of people are gonna be like, oh my gosh, you guys got to talk to that atheist girl, like that atheist, like, girl. like no, it, like they're gonna be like. 
like probably two weeks from now, I'm gonna be like, have you talked to her since then? Yeah. Is she, is she, is like, she saved? Is she saved? Is she saved? And like, I'm gonna be like, probably not. She's still making really good coffee and loving her husband John and being an awesome <laughs> mom. But you know what? Like that conversation actually like made me like that opened my eyes to some things. Yeah, for sure. Specifically to how I respond to people, um, how I love people, and how I approach people. Um, yeah. And and hopefully this encourages other people to do the same and get us out of this like silly little box that we put ourselves in and put mm. other people in yeah you know and like you know and maybe matt won't say christians and non-christians anymore so yeah um, i was i was just thinking about something i was gonna say and then i was like no i can't say that claire's gonna roast me oh watch out <laughs> for saying non-christians so okay in conclusion then we'll say this for our listeners anyway um hopefully this like you said is the type of thing that will uh broaden our perspectives at least but um and may- maybe you'll understand that not all atheists are just these hateful what crotchety, as Claire said, people. I never heard that word. Yeah. And I had crotchety. I've heard it a lot from Claire. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I and just wanted potty. to say thanks for coming on the show. This has been super cool. Well, thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. And uh, if you're whether you're a Christian, a pastor, a atheist, a boot, whatever you are, I mean, you know, whatever type of human you are, um, I think that it's really important that we begin to. You don't even freaking have to agree, dude. But. Mm. I'm gonna go buy a coexist coexist sticker now and put it. Oh, it. I actually have. So this this may be like, and I'm sorry if this is offensive, but this is incredibly hilarious to me. On the back of my heart, car, oh, no. I have a. Oh, calm down. A dinosaur eating a Jesus fish. Actually, well, now I we can't I'm, air the podcast. Thanks, yeah. Claire. Oh Crap. no! <laughs> Take that part out. I'm getting this. Edit. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I think we're going to have to start learning time management because the last two podcasts we've done have just been long. But I think I've actually got some really cool feedback from you guys. I know Cody has too. So thanks for listening. Go subscribe. Go comment. Go do whatever you want to do. Keep ignoring us if that's what you want to do. Matt's going to be We don't give a crap. So, uh, but no, seriously, thanks for listening and uh, go find an atheist to convert. Before we leave, we just want to lead. Claire in a prayer and Claire if you'll just repeat this prayer with us um, it would make us feel better no (laughs) no (laughs) I'm just kidding let's let's get out of here out